To box cutters episode 44 jessica Rowe, jessica Rowe, jessica Rowe. my name no what what's the matter we resolved not to mention her again oh i slipped up what's the relevance with 44 nothing oh nothing i'm, I'm, I'm just... looking for some deeper meaning with the you usually have some kind of special link with the number of the episode of the show, and I'm thinking maybe there's some 44 Jessica Rowe story that I haven't heard. I just, I just thought, I just thought because we're not supposed to mention Jessica uh, Rowe, and yeah. we always end up doing it, <laughs> I'd get it over and done with at the top of the show. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Mr. Ross McQueen. Hey, hey. And to my right, Mr. Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. And a big hello to the extended box cutter family yes. listening out there, feeling the love in the studio this week. Oh, Very much so. It's like a giant hug. It is. It I, is. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we are a, on his own rage. We are especially talking about uh, the, the box cutter family members who have been sending in their pictures, which we've been putting up on the blogs. Uh, into the family I think we should uh, we It's should the, the family album the family I was, was going to say That I might get the family together And have a bit of a Single family shot What do you reckon? Oh, oh That's wow. Good luck I can do that Yeah Alright yeah. It is interesting though Seeing the background That the different members Of the family Choose to be photographed Against too That I think that says a lot I, I was a bit distressed By uh, By the Rather gothic Backdrop to Paul Boxcutter's <laughs> Yes Paul Boxcutter's picture Yes, it looked rather scary. It's it's a, 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 you know, I don't want to go where he lives. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can find all those on boxcutters.net. and everybody else is doing it. So should you. If you haven't sent your photos in, send them in. Yeah, check out check out the photos. Have and we have we got a link to the camera that they can use to uh, take a picture of themselves? No, that's special webcam. Yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll put that up online. Okay. Obviously, some people have found it. Mm. It is a very special webcam. Check it out, boxcutters.net. The show is all about television. That's what we talk about. And coming up later on, we've got, uh, we're have got we going to talk about the Ricky Gervais Simpsons episode that was on earlier on the week, in the week. The episode that people have been waiting for months to waiting see. Waiting and waiting. Some were salivating. Some people went and mopped up that saliva. Big Brother got a, viewer, in case of a, the war. a viewership spike last week because uh, it was scheduled to be on then. We're also going to talk you about... Reckon? You reckon people would no. wouldn't just go, oh, yeah. this is big, more Big Brother, turn off. I think the only spike that they got was through the heart. Like for the for the first 10 minutes while they were just oh. waiting for, for the typical well, Big well, Brother that's overrun. because it, it does run over. Freaking speaking about overruns, honey, honey, we're killing the kids last night. This is a pre-produced show. It's not live. It has no reason to go over 10 minutes really? and cause my tape to run out. So I missed the end of House. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, the sort of compelling content you can hear later on in the it's, show. It's ironic that the show's overweight. Maybe they need to, <laughs> maybe they need to take it to that cell and <laughs> do the digital morphing. Your show could only be an hour long if you fed it apples. Yes, they need more digital penetration in that show. <laughs> We're also going to talk about uh, Rockstar Supernova or Superpanova. Superpanova. Uh, some crap TV, a bit of I Don't Buy It. Doubles. Doubles are both crap TV and I don't buy it. Look out. It's very yep. special. Step back. Yep. Strap yourself in. Yep. It's a big show. It is. We're going to kick it all off with the box cutter news. 
scourge of late night television watching once described by a prominent critic as dead air with a host <laughs> <laughs> the uh but the up late game show and uh their hot dogs whatever his name is hot dogs must be doing something right because channel nine and channel seven have both this week announced that they are doing copycat shows. Oh, no! Both will be running uh, from midnight. Channel 9's is going to be called Quizmania, and it's such a clone of Big Brother, they've even got an ex... Uh, sorry, such a clone of the Uplake Game Show, they've even got an ex-Big Brother housemate, Brody, who viewers most likely won't remember from Series 2, <laughs> who was the... Suave, good-looking, but ultimately evil intruder. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't remember. Him, you're it, right. <laughs> it is described as a live interaction show offering viewers the chance to phone in and take part in fun games for big cash. And it'll be running twenty from, bucks. Twenty bucks. <laughs> it'll be running from midnight. Not to be left out. Channel Seven is uh, has announced Midnight Zoo which it describes as an interactive show where you can interact, win, and laugh. Surely they would just... Like, Channel 9 would just be better off putting Letterman on at midnight. Well, mm-hmm. have you spotted the problem yet? Where's Letterman? There will be no Letterman. What? Letterman, he's going off because this show goes from midnight till three. They've got to fit in, their, in all their infomercials. This is what I was saying to you. That is This is screwed. why this is the most important news item of the week. That, I'm calling Channel 9 now. Screw you, Channel 9. <laughs> oh, they went home. <laughs> oh. oh, we should write... This is, this is the time, Boxcutter family, mm. where we need to start a letter-writing campaign... If you love The Late Show with David Letterman as much as we do, write to Channel 9. What other shows are are as consistently funny and as consistently relevant that are on TV at the moment? Rove. The Daily Show. Hang on. Isn't that Letterman with just another host? No, it's it's an amalgam. (laughs) Of Letterman and Conan. And And there's some Saturday Night Live in there. There's a little bit of Jon Stewart in there. It's all sorts of different shows but, making it one unique hybrid. <laughs> but yeah, this is just this is just disgraceful. And apart from the fact that I mean Letterman going is obviously the big the big problem, but also viewers after midnight don't want the same show on three different channels. No, well, if you're well, watching e- except Simpsons, we've been watching advertor- ad- 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 advertorials at ad- ad- What's it called? It's infomercials. Like infomercials. Um, where sometimes they're actually synced from one channel to the next. How many yeah. times? Tony yeah. Robbins yeah, doing the same true. thing with but his they're, shirt they're usually and, a bit on later. stage. They're usually a bit later. From midnight, we're going to have bloody hot dogs. And the thing is, clones are never as good as the original. Hot dogs is suddenly going to be the pick of the bunch. This is what I don't understand. How come... If, if they really don't care that much about anything that's on between midnight and 6am, mm-hmm. why don't they use that time to test out some new shows, test out some new hosts? Such test- as Huff. Right, what do you well, mean? No, they're, they're testing out new shows. They're testing out this quiz show and they're testing out no, Brody the- as whether he can be a television personality. No, they're not. Channel 10 have already tested all of that. Sure, test Brody if he can be a... If he can be a personality, put him on test postcards him, though. Test him with a different sort of show. That's what postcards is for. <laughs> no, yeah. T- test him with, with I, a different look, sort look, of show. I, I Still, completely agree. Have it in have it in a studio. Yep. Do some kind of you know late night 
talk show. I mean, or I think the appeal of these shows. Interest show. Try to do. You know, try to get some kind of cult following. I think the the appeal of these shows is they are so cheap and they do essentially pay for themselves because if you've got ads in them and you've got people calling up paying fifty five cents a minute or whatever it is, you you are going to make your money back. So, so it's fairly cheap. But well, you know, Channel 10 may have it paying for itself, but once you split that amongst three networks, yeah, yeah. it's not going to pay for itself. Yeah, yeah. And the sooner that Channel 9 and Eddie Maguire wake up and I realise there are pressures from PBL and I realise ratings aren't as important to Channel 9 as they used to be, but as soon as they realise that there's more important things than just choosing the cheapest, nastiest option they can find and shoving it on the, on the air, the better. Who's hosting the Channel 7 one? Do we know? Uh, the Channel 7 one, Midnight Zoo, will have four hosts, three sets, 25 games, celebrity gossip, and will encourage emails to... Uh, it will encourage viewers to email clips and contributions. Sounds a bit like us. So let me test my memory. Is it, <laughs> the, uh, the... Don't send your photos into them. <laughs> let me test my memory. Is it uh, Shirley Strawn, Richard Stubbs, Grubby... Uh, XYZ, remember? Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, back in the day. Yeah. yeah it's different. It's different. because yeah, hope... they're not all still alive. <laughs> the, so. only, the only thing that could make that show better, Ross, yeah. is a squealing pig. Oh, no, no. Uh, Mondays through Thursdays features a squealing pig. Right. It's genius. <laughs> Just try to tear me away from the television. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a disgrace. And they wonder why people are turning more and more to cable and to downloads and whatnot. Well, in uh, in strangely compelling content, I'm going to talk about my new uh, cable scenario. Oh, that'll that'll be later on in the show. Uh, TV prank results in charges, according to the Herald Sun. This is uh, about Chaz Lichardello from the Chasers' Ding. War on Everything. Uh, he's been charged with offensive conduct conduct after what has been described as an act of mindless stupidity outside a rugby league clash. Apparently he, uh, he was dressed in a Bulldogs jersey and beanie outside the ground prior to the match. And apparently the week before there had been some terrible rugby violence and Chaz was there trying to encourage said violence for his show, the but, chases were on everything. I mean, surely he wasn't actually selling the Bulldogs supporters kits, which which included face, fake brass knuckles, uh, flares, and balaclavas, didn't it? Uh, he he might not have been selling it, but I'm sure he was spruiking it. Well, f- <laughs> they couldn't actually get it, and it was a joke. Yeah, but the thing is, sometimes jokes can go too far. Yeah. Now, clearly, I... he didn't go too far the other week when uh, he started harpooning Japanese people <laughs> for scientific research. Uh, so that, that wasn't going too far. But I mean, this surely, apparently was. Surely uh, the NRL have only put the police into action there because they've got this violence uh, um, perception problem amongst, amongst the public. And so they're actually violence. trying to quell that. Wait, wait, wait. What, what's the difference between people getting beaten up at the football and a violence perception problem? Like people are, well, this, the NRL don't want to be no, known for that. Yeah, exactly. And this is a serious. And, and they're issue. trying to they're trying to change the public's perception of yeah. what NRLs are. So, so you're saying? So this if violence, they didn't have an issue about it, the then they might have had happen? more of a sense of humour about it. No, 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 I'm not saying that at all. 
I, you see, I, I, I'm not a big fan of the chaser, but but I, the NRL I, are kind of looking to, to sweep no, it under the carpet. No, you know what, you know what, Brent? and make it a if, bit more chick friendly, which is why you know every time the allegations of footballers of raping women. Regardless of what they're women, trying to do, regardless of what the NRL are trying to do, if there was violence in my backyard, I would not have a sense of humour about it either. Yeah, and I, 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 I mean, I know you. I, I can't I know criticize people, the NRL for not finding that l- funny. Lots of people like the chaser. I kind of find them a bit puerile and not all that funny. I think they go for easy targets, and they're not helping the situation. This is. I, I don't know much about the NRL, but I know this has been an ongoing problem, particularly with the Bulldogs, and having having some guy there to inflame the situation. For the purpose, supposedly, of comedy. Really, you really, really think that was inflaming the situation? I don't think it's helping the situation. It's it's really people not. People would see it as a joke. No, some people would see it as a joke. I think people watching The Chaser would see it as a joke. But I think... But uh, you think... I think I think Bulldog rugby- supporters are looking for for any reason to get it get it on with the opposition supporters. I, 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 I also would think... Suge- I, I would suggest that a lot of a lot of football supporters in all codes aren't that smart. I would also I would also think that I think it was the dragons it was against the dragons that uh, the original violence occurred. Okay. Uh, so you're saying I'm just giving footy supporters too much credit? Uh, no, I think I think that if I was if I was a dragons fan as well, I think that's what Ross was saying. No, Ross, Ross is saying that you just <laughs> no no no. I'm not saying that you're giving footy fans too much credit. If I, I was I'm a dragons saying... fan, I would I wouldn't think that it was that it was a joke either. If I was involved in that, if I was involved in any even any situation of intimidation. At the football, I wouldn't. I wouldn't find that funny. I think football, no matter where, what it's standing at the moment, it should be family oriented. I think you should be able to go along with your family and feel safe. And I think there are, there are certainly some huge issues with fan violence that NRL has been dealing with over, I think over the last eighteen months. It's not just a recent thing. How have they dealt with it? Uh, I, like I said, I don't if know that much about it. I don't know that much about it, so I don't know how they've dealt with it. But. I do know that it's an ongoing problem for them, and I just think that you know, I don't, I, I don't think he's there helping the situation. Okay, Brett. <laughs> hey, there's a new TV show coming out of the US uh, because it's that time of year again. Morgan Spurlock has been uh, given a second series of his show, Thirty Days. What did anyone watch the first series? I did, and I quite enjoyed it. I found it. Nah. I. I, I I thought that initially. I thought that it didn't actually have enough Morgan Spurlock, and mm. it seemed to be he was only a, involved with some a concept of the... that was going to be based around him, but it wasn't at all. Um, and of course, this is from his movie Super Size Me, where he put himself through eating McDonald's only uh, for thirty days and and doing damage to himself. Um, but once I kind of got around, because Morgan Spurlock's quite charismatic, and so he's, I enjoy watching him. But once I got around not necessarily having him in there, um, I grew an appreciation for the for the concept. Okay, because I I watched a couple of episodes and uh, just couldn't get onto it. But clearly, it's it's got an audience. He he has a new film coming out too, I believe. Uh, Superman Returns. <laughs> no, I no. don't think I don't think that was it. Right, right. I've got I'm going to have a film of me trying to get through all of Superman Returns again. Oh, really? Yeah. Why would you want to do that to yourself twice? Uh, yeah, maybe, I, maybe I can sell it like Morgan's Spurlock. <laughs> <laughs> the other uh, new show that caught my eye was uh, one 
starring friends Matthew Perry and actor Amanda Peet. Uh, I'm not sure if they're inferring that Matthew Perry's not an actor there. Uh, <laughs> who appeared together in The Whole Nine Yards and uh, a yeah, couple of other things. I was going to ask, is it, a, is it based on The Whole Nine Yards? No, it's uh, called Studio 60 in the Sunset Strip. It's a behind-the-scenes perspective of a fictional sketch comedy series. That's the new... Uh, which sounds extremely like extras. That's the new Aaron Spelling. Yeah, it's the new Aaron Spelling show. He's still producing new ideas. And so it's it's not like extras. It's more like Sports Night, but with a sitcom okay. instead of a sports and, show. And that's got quite a big cast, I know. Yeah. Um, Bradley Gilbert? No. no Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford from, the, from West, Wing? West Wing and several other big names yeah. in that. Yeah, that's, that's going to be one to watch because uh, if anyone saw Sports Night, it was an excellent show that stupidly had a laugh track on it. Mm. And uh, I think... Uh, Studio 60 is going to uh, not have a laugh track but be along the same lines. So uh, I look forward to it. Uh, apparently the ABC television network has the most new programs, including Big Day, Daybreak, Men in Trees, Six Degrees and The Nine. I'm not sure the, why this the, article mentioned those ones in particular. It doesn't give any reasons. The Nine, uh, the nine sounds quite interesting what, from what I've heard. I haven't heard that? anything about any of them. Is that is that about a, a television network where everybody's hair is on fire? No, <laughs> no. Uh, it's about... a I uh, think it's about a group of people who are all linked by a common event, as in they're all linked, they're they're all involved in some way in a bank robbery that goes on. Oh. It's screening after Lost on the ABC, so that should be interesting. Oh, that's that should be good. Hmm. That's hopefully. Uh, and the other one, what was the uh, the other one that I thought sounded interesting from those was Daybreak, where uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone gets stuck in a tunnel. No, no, I think it's 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 more a kind of serious Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. Drama. Oh, that should also be interesting. Mm. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, uh, were we speaking of J.J. Abrams in that? I thought we, yeah, yeah lost, lost, lost. I knew there was something. <laughs> I knew there was something. Uh, lost creator J.J. Abrams uh, in a surprise move that caught the small screen business off guard on Friday, according to Variety. Uh, Abrams is uh, going to leave Touchstone Telev- Television, where he's been. Since he started, yeah, I think a long time, and uh, and is now moving to Warner Brothers TV, yeah, as a production company to the WB. No, <laughs> interestingly, he his film uh, his film uh, production company Bad Robot have also moved from Touchdown, and they're going to Paramount Pictures. Oh, that is interesting. Uh, the first one will obviously be the new Star Trek film that he's filming, and hopefully, not too many more Star Trek films. And uh, also, uh, something else that's, uh, that's just gone to Warner Brothers Television is uh, Studio 60 at Sunset Strip. Oh. So I, I think they're buying up big. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. Hey, uh, I was complaining at the start of the episode about how that stupid game show on Channel 9 was going to take over from Letterman. At least there's some good news if you're looking for funny and relevant comedy. The John Stewart Show is going to be back on our screens on SBS. The John Stewart is that the World Edition. That's the World Edition of the Daily Show will be uh, will be screening on Thursday nights. I believe. Why don't they show the real thing? They they do on the Comedy Channel every night on and cable. Yes, and we get it the next day. Oh, that's so good. Uh, the the show runs Monday to we Thursday. We used to get Letterman's the next day. I too. know. We uh, the show runs Monday to Thursday in the states. So on a Monday here we get Thursday's show. On a Tuesday we get Monday's show, and it goes like that. And it airs at nine thirty on uh, on the Comedy Channel, and it is the best thing on television at the moment. 
Wow. I tune in every night, and every night in that half an hour, there are at least 10 laughs. Wow. Which is stronger than anything any other show I can think of. I've mm. been having a bit of a look at the Colbert Report, uh, which was it's, is Stephen Colbert who came out of The Daily Show. Yes. Um, which is uh, another kind of well, show it, that I like. In that Stephen Colbert has, uh, has changed his, his tune and is now uh, a right-wing... Uh, news show host mm. so it's it's kind of a, a pistake on the uh fox news network and mm. uh, yeah and he's he's excellent as well I, I wish we had that full hour but i'm happy with the daily show yeah. and the, the global daily show is is better so, than so is it just edited highlights the glo- of- yes of the week with john stewart doing new links right here between them mm-hmm. uh, something that just came to mind then uh, I wonder if Channel 9's response to our letter writing campaign about Letterman is just going to be well subscribe to, to uh, pay TV and you'll be able to see it because, no we don't because you... PBL are part owners of Fox. no but you, you can only see two episodes of Letterman a week on cable oh really and they're old episodes they're like three weeks old yeah very old when I used to have cable I remember that it was just yeah, used to get it so occasionally, and and really, really old ones that I'd already seen. And will, yet they show uh, Conan O'Brien and and Jay Leno every day. Yeah, yeah, but they're on a different network. They're on NBC, and I, so I'm, clearly the Comedy Channel in in Australia has some has some deal with NBC in the states, but their deal with CBS only allows two episodes of of Letterman. I'm guessing. Can you download Letterman? I haven't found it anywhere. Mm. Uh, and I, the thing is, I wouldn't watch it if I could download it because I, I, I wouldn't take the time out to watch it yeah. every day. It's the sort of thing that I used to love being up at 11.30 at night and going, it's time for me to go to bed, but I'll just see who's on Letterman. Yeah, and then yeah, I, yeah. I would usually watch up until the guests started yeah. being on. Yep. Do the exact same thing. Yeah, that first that first <laughs> half hour of Letterman is gold. Well, yeah. maybe the issue has been that Letterman has been on Channel Nine, and they will switch it over to pay. No, maybe. Um, I, yeah. If that, uh, you know, I'll let you know if that happens. But okay. I can't mm. see it happening in the near future, and uh, and there hasn't there hasn't been any publicity about it. Whereas mm. in the lead up to the Daily Show starting on Comedy Channel. There was a good two months of lead up. Well, there hasn't been any lead up to when, to uh, Quizmania starting either. When is that starting? It starts this Monday. What? Monday the. Oh, give us some notice, whatever. Ross. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I only just found out about it. <laughs> Why are you getting annoyed at me? It's your fault. I'm not Brody. <laughs> Go find Brody. I don't even know what he looks like. He's I don't remember little, him. He's a little short guy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know him well enough soon. Like tattoo from fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bigger. Okay. In other new show news, uh, Ted Danson has signed up for a new series. Uh, you might know him as Sam from Cheers or Dr. John Becker from Becker. Uh, his or Sam from Cheers from Frasier. Yes. Mm. Uh, this mm. one's called Help Me Help You which is set to debut in the States on September 26th. Let me guess, let me guess. He's a Dr. Phil-type character. It's a sitcom still. Yes. It's, uh, he's playing a therapist who seems to have more issues than any of his patients. Oh, Wasn't so, that what Becker was? No, that's what Frasier was. Becker was a doctor who had more issues than any of his patients, whereas <laughs> Frasier was a psych- <laughs> psychiatrist who had more issues than any of his Patience. Uh, just while we're on uh, uh, stars going to yeah. to new shows, right. uh, 
Right. What? I've got a quote from Danson. He said oh, that... It's uh, really unimportant, Brett. He said, I have, like the rest of the world, mortgages to pay. There is no, there is a reason to work, which sounds like a fantastic vote of confidence <laughs> in the new show. Yes. <laughs> I'll do any old shit that pays, okay? And uh, Holly Hunter is going to appear in uh, a new show as a jaded police officer who uh, is offered the chance to redeem her life after she encounters an angel. Ooh, someone get me some toilet paper. And uh, Michael Keaton uh, is going to be in the six-hour event series of The Company based on Robert Littell's Cold War thriller. At least that might be interesting. Yeah. Has anybody seen any of the uh, Skating on Thin Ice? No. no. I, I take a few bullets for box cutters, <laughs> but I have to draw the line. <clears throat> I saw about sorry. five minutes of it. When I say night. no, I mean yes... But I'm repressing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it's it's been a little bit clumsy uh, with its with its stars. Uh, Michael Slater has had his arm in a cast after slicing a tendon in his finger requiring surgery. Uh, Gian Rooney, who's uh, the former Olympic swimmer, has dislocated her ankle, which was reported earlier in the week as a break, mm-hmm. uh, but she has had to go in for surgery to have a pin inserted. Annalise Brackensek, uh, still recovering with a broken rib, is on crutches uh, when she tore a medial ligament in training. <laughs> Trisha Broadbridge, who's now been voted off, had suffered a concussion in training. Carl Stefanovich <laughs> is the only ce- celebrity who hasn't had any injuries. And uh, each, a, of, each of the patients... What a surprise that in Channel 9 stables, Carl Stefanovich is somehow unscathed. <laughs> each of the participants was made well aware of what they could expect before signing up for the show. I can't wait for, uh, for next season's Limping with the Stars. Yeah, I think it would have been more interesting if it had been Dancing on Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Special... Uh, Special thanks to Jamie for that joke. He's uh, he's been wanting to write some material for me for a while, and, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, so he gave me that one. So, so the ballroom dancing—at least they can look decent. But from the five minutes that I saw the other night, they were falling all over the joke. That's, that's, like they just can't skate. That's what, let alone uh, dance skate. That's what my wife was trying to tell me when she was trying to convince me that I had to watch some of it. She's just saying, you know, bad dancing. It doesn't look as bad, but. Bad that ice skating just looks and, bad. And the commentator, I assume it was Jamie Jury, saying, oh, they planned it like that. Don't, don't be worried about yeah, that. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, and Sorry, I, I did catch some of it mm-hmm. the other night while I was at the gym, and uh, 15 minutes went by before any competition actually started. Mm. It was just ridiculous. Well, how, mm-hmm. well, they can't dance for that long, can they? they well, they do two-minute like, routines. Well, yeah. And how many partners are there? There's, you know... And it's a two-hour show. Yeah, how do they... How do Why? They, Why yeah. not just cut it down to one-hour show, yeah. have, all, have all the dancing and just get rid of it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's in a tough time slot being up against border security, so it was never going to do huge numbers. There, uh, was, there was a day when that would have been a joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, but um, it's interesting that it is being beaten in the ratings comparatively by It Takes Two. Which I'm sure, I'm sure that's a disaster for for Channel Nine. I can't imagine how many uh, thousands of dollars they're pumping in every episode. Well, and now it's it's gone to Tuesday night, and it's take it takes two still on Sunday, isn't it? No, no, no. It's started off on Tuesday. I'm saying comparatively, oh, the yeah. ratings figures one's always been Sunday, one's always been Tuesday. Right. It's it's a Dancing with the Stars clone. It's in Dancing with the Stars time slot. It's from what I understand, it's basically the same show. Except there's this revolutionary thing. One of the judges is mean. <laughs> Ooh, well, that'll catch on. Yeah. And 
But, and it's got Tovel and Dean still doing routines. Like, oh. Yeah. Please, yeah. please, please. You were going to say, Ross, sorry. I, I, I was going to say, speaking of injuries. Yes. The Sopranos has been delayed yet again. What? James Gandolfini uh, has apparently injured his knee when he was knocked off his scooter in New York City by, I think it was by a rogue cat. What sort of scooter? Was it like a, a, a razor? razor? Yeah. <laughs> At least I it wasn't so. a Segway. <laughs> uh, now, I want to ask you, Josh, uh, I, I always ask you my Sopranos questions because you seem the most informed about Sopranos out of anybody that I know. Even more than the cast. Sometimes. <laughs> now, this previous series that has that we haven't seen in Australia, that has gone to... Uh, in the US. Season six. Is season six. And rather than the usual 13 episodes, they had 12 episodes. Correct. And they split it in half and were doing six more around Christmas. Eight. There eight should be more. eight more that should air around Christmas time. So now that it's starting around March... Yes. It's just a new season. Yes. Why can't they just call it that? Why can't they say it's season seven? Is this contractually something to do with James Gandolfini saying he was only going to do one more season? It must be. Yeah. It must be something like that. It's just ridiculous. Because they always said there's going to be a special release of eight episodes at the end of the year that is going to wrap everything up. And they never called it a season, not in any of their press releases. And, uh, and the media was always very careful to not call it a season. Right. So there must be something contractually about that. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, at this point, it's going to go to air around the same time as the last series started to go to air. Yes. Do a full season. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I would say. Except that this last season, season six, mm-hmm. was a little light on. It started really strongly, yeah, yeah. and uh, and then kind of petered out yeah. towards the end. Yeah, I'd, I'd be inclined to agree. I'd say somewhere in the middle, certainly, there it got lost. Yeah, it got lost definitely in the middle, and there were some strange episodes. But I mean, I guess that's always the thing with Sopranos—you're never a hundred percent sure where it's going to go. Yeah. So and uh, well, it's it's still definitely worth seeing the the beginning of the, of this season. And then, yes, yes. And if you're looking forward to watching it, wait until Eddie's been sacked as CEO, and then maybe the new CEO will put it on. Otherwise, I don't think it's going to be on Channel 9. No, I'm guessing it's another reason to get Foxtel. Mm. It's a a sad truth. Brett, uh, tell us something about Hugh Laurie. Uh, Hugh Laurie is uh, getting a pay rise. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Uh, In other news... (laughs) He'll now be paid uh, $275,000 US per episode, which is uh, three times more than his original paycheck. That's pretty good. Um, it's going really well in the US. Good uh, for Hugh. Regularly scoring a place in the top 10 most watched shows, although uh, snubbed for Emmys. Emmy nominations. Yes. <laughs> or Emmys. Emmys. <laughs> that, was, that was that thing caught in my throat. Hugh Laurie has many Emmys in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, the CW is going to start. The in Country the Western Station. No, this is. Uh, Warner Brothers? No, but you're closer than ah. Brett is. This is the Warner Brothers in the country. <laughs> this is the, uh, the the replacement to the WBUPN merger, mm-hmm. and the first show that well, is. It's got to be the Country Western. What wow. else does CW stand for in the states? CBS Warner. No. Okay. <laughs> chicken wings. Make it CBSW. It's chicken wings. <laughs> no CBSW. That would get confusing, Brett. WC. <laughs> No, then that's a water closet. That's an old-fashioned toilet. 
see, I can come up with chicken wings. That's, that's, that's not old-fashioned. That's just you, a European you were saying, term on chicken wings. It. On chicken wings, uh, America's Next Top Model is going to be the first show that uh, airs on that network. Oh, okay. Great. So now, Veronica Mars is coming back. That was what had been reported. Ah, are you suggesting there's going to be very... very the, I know lots of people who are going to be very disappointed I, if Veronica Mars doesn't come I back. I would be very disappointed, although last night I watched uh, the Series 2 Christmas episode and what a stinker that was. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the the thing is, when UPN and WB merged, they had to go, all right, we'll keep that, we'll get rid of that, we'll keep that, we'll get rid of that. And uh, in that mess, Veronica Mars did survive. Mm. So hopefully that will just carry on. Yeah. Just on Veronica Mars, why do they have to bleep it out of uh, Arrested Development? When? The, the episode that showed late night uh, last week, I believe it was. What was the... Uh... Uh, with, with George Michael say, saying that he wants to, to watch Veronica Mars and uh, has this subtitle saying this uh, high school detective series had to be removed. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. But I'll look into that. Okay. Because obviously it was something, some problem there. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they were on Fox and uh, it's a UPN show. Well, yeah. it was Fox executives that told them to take it out. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Hey, uh, in local celebrity dieting news. Uh, Fascinating. Libby Gore. Uh, oh, yes. Is to become the Australian face of Jenny Craig. Quite ironic for somebody whose character is uh, named El McFeast. El McFeast. Yeah, I know. Good, mm. good luck with that one, Libby. Yeah, so. Uh, lastly in the news, unless you've got something you want to jump in with, Brett. I do. Okay. Yes. Sorry, I, I, you know what? I, I, in fact, knew that you had something else. <laughs> I just wanted to do it because we do it every week. Thanks. Uh, the Australian Communications and Media Authority has a new leader, Chris Chapman, uh, relatively, uh, who has given an undertaking to complete inquiries within six months. Uh, this is in response to complete some inquiries of the parliamentary into, into uh, complaints about TV and media generally. Um, complaints like what? I can't find my remote? Like turkey slapping. Why are they taking Letterman off? Turkey slapping wasn't on TV. No, it wasn't. But like that, if it had gone to TV. Uh, but the last season of, that's, of Big It's Brother. funny you should say that so, because I was watching Bert's Family Feud. <laughs> and it came this close to a turkey slap, I'm sure. <laughs> what? It's not the first time that's happened either. <laughs> and then again on the news. <laughs> uh, the uh, ACMA has faced criticism that uh, they take more than 12 months to complete in some investigations, a point that was highlighted on Media Watch on Monday night. Yeah, let's. Why don't, why don't we just get a, a coronial inquest into it? Well, nobody's died. Somebody will. Somebody okay. will. I didn't mean a coronial inquest. I mean uh, family court. No. Anyway, county court. <laughs> lastly, in the news, Supreme Court, High Court. Uh, no, what's the uh, magistrates' court? A normal inquiry. Yeah. Parent court. <laughs> an inquiry. <laughs> an, an, a government inquiry. That's what I. That's what royal I commission. A royal commission. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Ten <laughs> points <laughs> to Brett. <laughs> Lastly, in the news, the BBC have just signed Matt Lucas and David Williams. 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 Not Williams. Just freaking make it Williams. It's Williams. The stars and creators attention of, seeker. Uh, of Little Britain have signed an exclusive three-year deal with the BBC. 
To and make more Little Britain. To make uh, some Little Britain specials, as well as a completely different comedy sketch show that will feature many of the same characters. Ah. And, uh, and they're also going to, uh, to do... Uh, no, sorry. That's not them. That's just the BBC in general. I don't care if they do Jane Eyre or not. And that is the Box Cutters News. Are you one of those that follows follows, 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 follows the ads? Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go down on you. I don't buy stuff. You buy some stuff. Yeah, but then there's other stuff I don't buy. Brett, yeah, yeah, yeah. why don't you tell me what some of that stuff is? Well, it's, it's more about how they put it to us. Uh, such as oh, yes, they put it to us. <laughs> such as uh, the new series of ads from the Australian Pensioners Insurance uh, Alliance yes, or whatever it is. Yes, I've been waiting for this the to rear its very ugly head, which has turned into a freaking panel show with Wilbur Wilde <laughs> and Greta Scarchi, Jane Scarley. Sorry, not Greta Scarchi. I was going to say, uh, wow, she's <laughs> really, really hard up. Kim Hughes. Oh, really. So see, Brett doesn't know ex cricketer Kim he Hughes. He cried on TV. I Kim remember. Hughes was Kim <laughs> when he Hughes got was sacked. Yeah, okay. <laughs> one of the most controversial cricketing uh, cricketing figures in uh, in the Australian history. Captain just before AB, wasn't he? Oh no, no, really? No, he was was, was one of the chapels after him. No, I can't remember who was after. Uh, him. Maybe Brett's right. No, oh, maybe he is because Kim Hughes was captain until he went to uh, do the South Africa tour, the Rebel tour in South Africa. Anyway, he's on this ad. Mm. Right. Uh, any any other familiar faces? No, just a bunch of old people. Yep. So so Jane Scarley isn't actually 50, but she's married to someone who is 50. Right. Pointing now, out now that the, you don't have to be 50 as long as your partner is. Now then you can get ads, cheap pensioner insurance. Are called Understanding 50. And it might be That's because... That's what the show is called. That, sorry, the, the show is called Understanding 50, and it might be because I'm not quite there yet. I have no idea... What these ads are about, or what they're yeah, talking yeah. about. Well, I was going to say show. that I'm not quite the demographic that they're after, but I reckon that the oh, over fifties must be having though. a bit of a problem if they're watching. <laughs> I'm, I'm like twenty years shy of that. <laughs> if they're watching a show and then suddenly they get into this other show that's in the middle of the ad break, their attention span and, and memory is bad enough. Let alone having to watch some other show in the middle of a show that they're trying to watch. Brett, fifteen is like twenty, only in that they're both numbers. <laughs> what? No, I just yeah, I I I can't fathom. Like it's just a little bit of a, a chat show, mm-hmm. just enough time for one joke. Like the guy who's married to the the woman who's forty, who's married to the fifty year old guy, fifty year old guy saying, oh, "I'm pretty young for my age." <laughs> oh, but I've seen you naked. Ha <laughs> <laughs> is if, it, if you understand 50, you buy insurance from us. Like, is, it, is it a different episode every time? It, yeah, I think so. Right. Mm. And right. It, it, I, what, I, I think there's like a pool of six or something. And oh, what, right. Okay. Because it's, yeah. what, it's whatever Australia Pensions Insurance uh, is sponsoring. So it's, I think it's on Channel 10 News. They usually have one before the weather. They had one weirdly. Oh, so before. that's like the four o'clock news where all the pensioners are watching. <laughs> yeah, maybe they they had one on um, before South Park, which I thought was a bit weird. Um, it just pops up <laughs> all over. Sponsoring the... South Park. Yeah, it pops up all over the place. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I, well, I don't. Buy... Even if I could, I wouldn't buy it. Yeah, I don't buy old people's insurance. I don't buy or understand it. What else don't you buy? Well, 
there's a brand new ad, which is very, very exciting. It's, yes. It's, it's another bank ad, believe it or not. You love bank ads. I love them. In this Should one, we give a language warning? No, 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 it's fine. Okay. In this one, a man, obviously in disguise, walks into a bank. He's got the ZZ top, false beard. He's got big, thick sunnies. But the people in the bank say, hi, Mr. Power. And he How just, do they know who he is? He just looks down the camera flabbergasted. Later, a doddering old lady with a walking frame walks into a bank. A different person behind the counter says, hi, Mr. Power. It's him dressed up again. He looks down the camera blankly. Finally, a is, person... Is it actually him dressed up? Finally, a person in a panda suit comes into the bank. And the bank manager goes, Oh, hi, Luke. How are you going? A voiceover says, Don't you wish you banked with somebody who knew their customers a little better? The man in the panda suit rips off his panda mask. And it's AFL footballer Luke Power. And he looks down the camera and says, These guys passed my power test. Oh, my God. For some reason... That's the worst thing (laughs) I have ever heard in my life. The ad then segues into a barbecue where there's a bunch of similarly costumed people as Luke in his panda suit. And a voiceover says, Win a barbecue for you and your mates with Luke Power. And then one of the guests gets hit in the groin by football. What? And that's an ad for a bank. That's an ad for a bank. I think the advertising people just thought, this ad's a bit weak. We need something else. Is it Bank of Adelaide? Nothing funnier than a man getting hit in the groin with a football. Well, that's true. Is it Bank of Adelaide or something? (laughs) It's Bank of Queensland. He's a a Brisbane Lions player. See, Luke Power. Oh, sorry. Yes. I was, so, I was for some reason I you said power and I was thinking Port Power. No, no, no. Yeah, and he is no. actually a uh, he's actually a, a yeah. It's a like they so did, maybe it is funny in Queensland. It's like they did no <laughs> market research at all. Because no. I I don't know about you guys, but I don't want people to know who I am when I go into a bank. I don't want to go into a bank. I just want to not be charged for not going into a bank. Yeah, yeah. But I think that I think the deal is here, not that they know their customers so well. He's just the only dickhead who keeps walking in, in costume. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a foregone conclusion. Guy in a panda suit. Oh, it has to be him. I don't buy it. Hi, I'm Josie Pirelli from Chart Busting 80s and you're listening to the guys on Box Cutters. Coming up in Box Cutters, we've got some quotes. We're going to be talking about rock star Super Panova. Uh, we, uh, Ross, are you going to give us an update on your Simpsons figurines hunt? There was some incorrect information last week. Right. I just want to set the record straight. Excellent. Uh, oh, well, I'll have an errata in strangely compelling apt content oh. later on in the show as well. So uh, we listen to our listeners. Some crap TV. <laughs> and uh, next, I'm going to be talking about the Ricky Gervais Simpsons episode. This week, we finally got to see the Ricky Gervais penned Simpsons episode. Mm. Penned and starring. And star. See, I didn't realise it was starring. Mm. I just knew penned. Right. Uh, But you watched it. But I watched it. In Mm. fact... And you didn't pick his voice? Oh, no, I did. Once I I saw it... Oh, sorry. I'm with you. I'm with you. Once I saw a character that looks like him and sounds like him, yes. Mm. Yes. I picked that. (laughs) Uh, But I I didn't think that. I I just thought he was just writing an episode. That was his his big, exciting news. Uh, Unfortunately, I think 
the fact that he was in it kind of let the whole thing down. There were some excellent, excellent jokes in it, I thought. Really? Yeah. Remind me. Uh, when Homer is... I mean, and this was apropos of nothing. I think a lot of the jokes were just... So it's basically ju- wife swap with Homer. No, 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 let me just finish. Okay. <laughs> a lot of the jokes, I think, were basically Ricky Gervais having, over time, collected things in his head that he went, ooh, that would be a great Simpsons joke. And so there were a lot of non-sequitur jokes in the episode, which were the funniest parts of it. One in particular, Homer is cutting out uh, cutting out uh, something from a newspaper and he says, finally, my family circus scrapbook is complete. Mm-hmm. And he looks at it and goes, eh, and throws it in the fire. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious because nobody likes family circus. Well, because it's not funny. Yeah, because it's not funny. A little bit like this episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> no, I, th- I thought there was. I thought there was. Maybe some it was great just being ironic. The really, the really <laughs> odd thing about it, though, is that the characters were off model a lot. The animation was really bad in it. If you have a look at the opening scene with Marge and Homer in the car, Homer is off model. He doesn't look like Homer normally does. If you have a look at Lenny. Uh, while Lenny's at his own party, he's off model. His head's the wrong shape. It's a little bit too big for his body. It's all just a little bit wrong. There's another another scene where Marge is sitting on a couch and her feet are supposed to... Sorry, she's her feet are supposed to be on the ground, but they're kind of at a really odd angle. It, everything was just a little bit dodgy. Maybe you did the drawing episode. too. <laughs> it, it's quite possible because it was it was all just a little bit off kilter. Right, make it look just like that. <laughs> I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't notice any of this uh, off model stuff. But I, I have to say, I'm, I'm I'm with Brett. I didn't didn't think it was very funny at all. I thought there was a couple of bits that were kind of amusing, like when I mean it won't it'll be even less amusing in the retelling, I suppose. But when uh, Homer said to uh, Ricky's character. You take a long time to say nothing. I thought yeah, that, was that was funny. That was a good line. But a couple of good lines like that really don't make a Simpsons. And again, this isn't Ricky Gervais's fault, but the way they were advertising it on 10 saying, oh, the Simpsons are on a reality TV show, which they've been on reality TV shows before. That's been done a couple of times yes. with the Simpsons. So it's hardly a new concept. I just kind of thought it was a bit nothing. Like I, it was it was how I would imagine it if Ricky Gervais was a guest on the show, not so much if he'd written it. And the Ricky Gervais character kind of seemed like it was supposed to be David Brandt, mm. and then it wasn't. Like yeah. like you didn't go get those awkward moments. Mm. Really, something that uh, that I noticed as well is there didn't seem to be any work for Harry Shearer in that episode. There was no Mr. Burns, there was no Smithers, there was no Kent Brockman, there was no Flanders, mm-hmm. uh, which is just really odd. So, I don't know what went on with this episode, but there was there was something strange about it. That that could be a coincidence, though, don't you think? Or do you think it was specifically, it was maybe specifically done for a reason? I don't know. It, it could mean that he didn't write any of those characters in. Mm. I just don't, but... I mean, it wasn't... It might go it back to their, their feud... It wasn't a particularly. Um, it wasn't a story that lends itself to, say, home, uh, Mr. Burns and Smithers. No, but 
every single Simpsons episode lends itself to at least an appearance by Flanders. Mm. Uh, instead, we got Cletus the Slackjawed Yokel. I, I just find it a bit odd. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, and, it was an odd episode. And Lenny's obviously uh, through his hard times and, you know, when Marge was the real estate agent and the front of the house fell off and he's yes. sitting there in his underwear eating out of the can of beans saying, please don't tell people I live this way. Now he's got a fancy swish apartment and a... Huge apartment and with a, a very big nice screen TV. Big screen TV, so... And then, yeah, it, it was all just a little bit weird and wrong. Mm. So, uh, I don't know, it... I'm glad it's happened. I'm glad we saw it. Uh, let's never do it again. Cut! That's the worst coma acting I've ever seen. Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Ah, uh, this show ain't no good. That was so terrible, I think you gave me cancer. Oh, look out, Smithers! <laughs> I love this show. That's the sound of crap TV. It is the sound of crap TV, which means I'm angry once again. <laughs> what a surprise. What a surprise. Warning? No, not a language warning, but... <laughs> Just Look at a language warning. <laughs> you did the same thing last week as well. Can we have... Okay, language warning. Look at there my, will be uh, some English. <laughs> Look at my image on the website where I'm giving everybody the finger and you'll understand what I look like in the studio. <laughs> or check out the video podcast. Uh, check out the video podcast. This week's video podcast joke brought to us by The Wedge, if you like hearing the same jokes over and over again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I was the other day, a few weeks ago, we had a news article about Channel Seven, and the head of drama and production was saying drama is not dead; it's a cyclical thing; it'll come back. Now we're seeing Channel Seven ads for border security, advertising it as a great Aussie drama. Oh, it's bad enough that oh. no drama is being produced, for pretty much in this country. Don't muddy the waters like that. Drama is actors, writers, directors, scripts, proper production values. Putting a camera at customs is just shit. Yeah, that's really... Oh, we're going to have more drama. Audience, would you mind bending over? Yeah. That's just terrible. I don't... I mean, crap TV. (laughs) Actually, I read an interesting thing... I don't crap TV either. (laughs) I read an interesting thing today about um, the new digital uh, channels, well, when they come in uh, for the existing free-to-air networks, if they get a separate digital channel that's not the channel that they're doing now, they Mm -hmm. have to be 55% uh, Australian content according to the free trade agreement with the US. But that 55% is going to be up late digital game show. Mm. Almost entirely. We could fill five channels with that. Let's yeah. just keep going. Okay. Well, shit then. It, it is. It's, it's going to be shit. That's something else. Uh, just talking about uh, Monkey Show and whatever the other one was called. Yeah. Quiz Mania. Quiz Monkey. <laughs> Quiz Monkey. <laughs> uh, another interesting thing my wife pointed out was, does this count as local content? Yes. Does oh no because uh, it only doesn't counts- have to count for local drama content. Uh, well, fifty five percent local content was the is the digital deal. Yeah, mm. uh, it does not count as local content because it's outside of the ratings hours. the The local uh, content yep, is for yep. when people actually watch TV. Right. So no, it doesn't. Mm. It doesn't. Mm. They could really put on any crap. Uh, they could they could put on nothing. Yeah. I'd rather they put on nothing. <laughs> I caught a bit of crap TV last Friday. Uh, tuned into SBS uh, to have a bit of a look at Rough Science. 
which I think you mentioned, Ross, last week, kind of a Mythbusters type thing. Yeah, I was going to mention it Got this week. It looks, it looks interesting. Down the bush. Well, the thing was, the entire thing, the, the audio was out of sync with the vision. Oh, really? Uh, yes. <laughs> it was so frustrating. Maybe like, it they looks downloaded like an interesting it from a show. dodgy torrent. Maybe they did. Looks, uh, or didn't have the right codec. It looks like an interesting show, uh, but that was very, very distracting. They basically had uh, four like, serious scientists mm-hmm. um, out in Colorado, out in the Rockies somewhere, um, and they had to make a water treatment plant and a fire extinguisher out of... The, the items that they had there. Okay. So it was all chemical reactions and that sort of stuff. Right. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't buy crap TV either. <laughs> this is uh, Jess McGuire, and you're listening to the lovely men of Box Cutters who are always here to helpfully inform you of any existence of photos of Britney Spears giving birth on all fours, clutching lion's heads. Love nothing better. Download the hell out of it. Ross, what have you got on the desk? Uh, well, I've got I've I've set out an array of Simpsons figures. Those uh, watching, yeah, or, they're getting in the way of the buttons. Here. They are, they are. Those watching the video podcast will be able to see those. What's the address for the video podcast again? It's uh, boxcutters.net/vlog/vlog. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I just want to set a few things straight about this. Last week I mentioned that I did have all the figures, or all, all the ones that I wanted, not Tina Ballerina and Corporal Punishment. Hold it right there, Russ. Mm? There is no video podcast. Go on. <laughs> uh, I failed to mention that uh, Josh Boxcutter was a big part of me getting all of the, uh, oh, all the well, collections. But, you know, I didn't need that. Uh, yeah, but I, I thought I should clarify. I I, was, I thought it was just you wandering the streets in your in your pajamas to well, late night I, garages. I, I listened to last week's show, the and, truck. And, and that's what it sounded like. And I realised that I'd forgotten to mention that uh, uh, I got young Paddy, young Selma, and the collector, uh, the much prized collector from Josh and his trips to the supermarket. So very much appreciative of that. Hey, it, it's, that's my pleasure. I also mentioned... I'd, I'd do it for any member of the Box Cutters family. Oh, wow. Uh, I also mentioned that the uh, I got a collector's set which had a gold Lisa yes. in it. Mm-hmm. And I postulated that they'd just painted uh, one of the normal ones gold. Yes. In actual fact, it's some sort of metal. Oh, really? Which begs the question, why would they bother bronzing Lisa? Which begs the question, why did you open the packet? Oh, because uh, I have to set them all out in my house. <laughs> when, when, I'm pl- when I'm playing with so them. So they can play out their dramas with each other. When I'm other. playing with them, the, uh, the packaging gets in the way. Right, so this, this, is, this is definitely for you. It's, it's not a uh, I'll sell them on eBay in 10 years' time thing. No, no, but I do have doubles so that when, uh, when my son Fry gets old enough to be wanting them and the next series come out, I can go, oh, these doubles are yours. And oh, I still have nice. it. I, well, no, it's self-preservation. <laughs> I don't want him stealing all my Simpsons figures when Isn't he gets to that Isn't that also that why, why you've put them up near the ceiling? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Don't tell people where I've been. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what's, what's this week's update? Well, uh, I also wanted to thank Peter Milne. Oh, Peter Boxcutter? Peter Boxcutter. Peter Boxcutter. Peebo. Who, uh, no, he's Peter Boxcutter. We've spoken about it. <laughs> Who sent me? Who listened? He was listening to some old shows from last year, and he uh, he heard that I was missing a Maggie, and he also so he found one and sent that to me. He also sent me a, another collector, which is fantastic, and a naked running Barney. So, so 
Thank you very much. Bless you, Peter Milne. Yes. It's just above and beyond what what we expect from our box cutters family, but exactly why we love them. Yes. And so in about four or five weeks when he's listening to this show, (laughs) the thing, the thing is, uh, I, uh, we we got some email from him a a while back where, uh, he had been sent, somebody had made tapes of it on the internet and sent it to him. And, uh, and since then he's, uh, got, gotten an internet connection and, has gone back and downloaded every episode since episode one and is slowly going through them. Um, so uh, when you get up to this, cheers to you, Peter. Yeah. Well, uh, also, just on that, Jamie, who uh, who wrote the Dancing on Rice joke for me. Excellent. Uh, also, he was mentioned a few weeks ago on the show. He was meant to answer us some questions about Fraser. Oh, Fraser? yes. Fraser. Fraser. Uh, about uh, Eddie Spaghetti. <laughs> about Eddie Spaghetti. Uh, clearly, I think they're doing uh, work away from the computers at work at the moment, which right. has precluded him from listening to it. But I'm sure that as soon as he listens to it, he will let us know. I, I couldn't repeat the questions to him because it's Frasier and <laughs> like he was you six just, feet under. <laughs> you just go blank. <laughs> Frasier, I'm having a nap. Yep, fair enough. Hmm. <sighs> Box cutters. Now, I was going to talk about uh, Rockstar Super Pinova. Why can't it be Robert's? Because there's no there's no lawsuit against Rockstar. Oh, okay, it's not like they called them superhero Super Pinova. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a name. <laughs> but super, but super Super Pinova. Super oh Pinova. no, that would make it instead of hero, I'd make it Pharaoh. Oh, that's bad. Because then the Egyptians would get up. And <laughs> uh, I just. Uh, it's quite ridiculous. This show, uh, mm. it's it's more. I think it's more ridiculous than Rockstar in Excess was, because everything that Tommy Lee says, everything that comes out of his mouth, is just sexual innuendo, and he is so. I thought in Excess were terrible poses. Tommy Lee is just a ridiculous poser. Uh, Jason Newstead seems to be the only one actually interested in music or playing music. Uh, it, in the show, Dave Navarro seems to think that he is part of the band. Right. Uh, Brooke Burke is he? Is he co-host? Yeah, he's he's a co-host right. with along with Brooke Burke. Who, but he he could easily be part of it. I mean, he's a bit of a rock star reject like these other guys. Well, he he is. He is. He's he's been in and out of many bands in his time. Well, I read today that he and Carmen Electra have broken up. Yes, they have. Yes, they, sorry, I, I meant to send you that telegram, Brett. Mm. Uh, do you send telegrams when people break up? Yeah, I do. I thought it was a marriage. Someone... It was a marriage thing. Oh, oh, you send them to the people when they get married and to other people. And to other people when they when break they're... up. Ah, right. I'm with you. See, it's a, it's a two-way street. Mm. Uh, so let's open up the way for you and Carmen to get together. I don't want Carmen. Really? She, I can't look at her. She's a strange-looking woman. And then it's opened up the doors for you and Dave. I, he's a strange-looking man. That's why they made such a perfect couple. Yeah. Uh, Dave Navarro, who has so much ink on his body now, it just it, it no longer looks like he's tattooed. It just looks like he got a, in a pen fight in high school. Uh, Brooke Burt clutches her microphone with this insanity and, uh, and this crazed look in her eyes while she speaks in this sing-song voice. The show has become a mockery of itself without even realising it. I haven't even mentioned Gilby Clark, who just go, go away from my television (laughs) screen. And yet, I can't look away. I don't know why. I just love it. The people can't sing. The performances are terrible. 
The house band is one of the tightest, most rockin' bands I've seen on television in a very long time. That being said, two hours of them a week is still a little bit too much. It's just, you know, I'll, I'll keep giving you updates on how the show gets more and more ridiculous. Tommy Lee, uh, he's, he's turning into a bit of a reality TV pest. Yes, yes, he is. With Tommy Lee's Ghost to College and before that, the Tommy and Pam sex tapes. And... But the... <laughs> yeah, that was quite reality TV. The thing that's, is... That's how we got his start. <laughs> the, way, the way he's going, the things that are coming out of his mouth already sound a little bit like Grandpa Simpson. So <laughs> the way he's going, it, it, he's just going to end up with a show by himself where he just spouts random words. <laughs> and people are going to watch it because it's entertaining. There are too many leaves in your street. <laughs> Anyway, that's Rockstar Supernova. You can catch it Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night at 8.30 on Fox 8. It's insane. We really do need a thing for this. I was going to come. I was going to come. I had a list. I Who's got a quote? What's a quote? Where's a quote? I've got a quote. This one comes from Big Brother a little while ago. A couple of the idiots were in the spa, and one of them said to the other one, Oh, Last night, oh, you could cut the knife with butter. <laughs> and her fellow, her fellow, uh, her fellow spa mate, who let it be said isn't the oh, I isn't fainted from laughter, isn't the brightest the brightest torch in the in the Big Brother house, which is saying something. Gave her a funny look, as in you got that quote wrong, and she said, "Oh, I mean." You could cut the butter with a knife, <laughs> which uh, which kind of reminds me of another channel. Maybe she was just saying someone left it out of the fridge. <laughs> Maybe kind of reminds me of another Channel Ten wordsmith. Hey, uh, Marge, where's the dilly you used to dig food? <laughs> uh, but yeah, they kept looking at each other, and eventually they resolved it when the second idiot said, uh, <laughs> "You could cut the tension with a knife," and the first idiot said, "That's the thing." <laughs> Genius. That's the thing what I said. That's the thing. <laughs> Which reminds me of Fry in Futurama who said, "What if that thing I said?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, if you're looking for uh for more gold like that, I noticed that uh if you're in Melbourne, pick up today's copy of the Green Guide. I think Jim Shembury had a few more great quotes similarly where one one of the uh idiots was trying to convince another one that the expression was six and one half a dozen of the other oh. not six of one <laughs> so seven half a dozen of the other yeah they're genius Tom Elliott here from a variety of different media organisations 3RRR 3AW Channel 7 mornings with Kerry Ann inside business on a Sunday with Alan Kohler I like to spread myself around and so should you. Listen to the box cutters on the internet or any other media you can find them. I think it's educational. I think it's fascinating. I think you might even learn something you didn't know before. Listen to the box cutters. I always do. Brings us to the end of the show. Wow. Well, Just it's a strangely compelling content. Yes. Which, you, 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 know you, almost, you almost forgot strangely compelling content. You I wanted to jump right to the end. Uh, well, the thing is, strangely compelling content is the end of the show. Hey, Josh, I thought you were talk- going to talk about uh, the Australian and Media Watch. I, th- yeah, I actually was... thought that was in news, which was why I wanted to go. It it was in news, but the news was running long. Okay. And as we went through, I decided what I would and would not 
use as part of music. And so you wouldn't even tell me about it before the show? Oh, no, I did tell you about it before the show. In the Australian and Media Watch. Well, we didn't get into the conversation is, because why would the Australian say that Media Watch should be highlighting the, the new digital media laws when the Australian have umpteen feet of column inches and Media Watch is only 15 minutes long? Uh, a, I think uh, the Australian... Why should it be Media Watch's position to, to have to do that? Because they're Media Watch. And this... Okay, the the article in The Australian was a dig at MediaWatch. They were taking MediaWatch to task for not discussing Senator Coonan's new uh, media regulations. They had, they had a bit of a shot at us for leaving it as well, but... But this week, <laughs> this week on MediaWatch, it did actually look at the effects that the new media laws are going to have on regional uh, areas. Such a little. as Hobart, where... Um, th- where they don't have enough uh, media owners as it is uh, to get differing opinions on particular things, mm. such as guns down in Tasmania, which is a massive issue down there. Mm. Here's, uh, here's my take on it. Okay, firstly, I think it is news that, uh, that the newspapers are starting to hit back at Media Watch. Firstly. Secondly, mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, the newspapers just really want to hit back at Media Watch. Okay. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's just it. Uh, the Australian thinks that Media Watch they just should have want to have a free kick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Well, I think they're wrong. Why not? Oh, while we're on the topic of news that went on, uh, an erratum from last week's show where we said that the Rove McManus article appeared in the Women's Weekly, it actually appeared in Women's Day, not in Women's Weekly. Okay. Women's Day is a weekly magazine. Women's Weekly is a monthly magazine, which for obvious reasons they could not call Women's Monthly. But yes. we do have the monthly magazine. I called it... No, but I I think I was the one who mentioned that news article and I called it Women's Weekly, meaning Women's Day out yes. weekly. Yes. There you go. Which is, you know... If you catched uh, Ghost Whisper on Tuesday night... <laughs> if you catched Brett Crawley... I can't believe I said that. If you caught Ghost Whisper on uh, Tuesday night... Are you two? No. Um, a repeat. Which was, was a repeat uh, because uh, they had the big season final last week and then it wasn't the season final because they just went to the start again, mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting because one of the main characters is dead now. Uh, but Belka, Belka, yes, Belka from Hill so Street. She's, she's, Hang on, is she actually dead now? She's now a ghost whisperer. She's one of the ones who she's one of the ones who freaks people out. So hang on, is she no longer a ghost whisperer, but now a whispering ghost? If have you they guys didn't in, watch, you should get into the repeats. Have they brought in uh, Haley Joel Osment? <laughs> she can she can ghost haunt. No. Haley Joel Osment it's a has medium, a It's a medium crossover episode, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh, maybe it's a medium crossing over with John Edwards crossover episode. Ah, a triple, a triple episode. It's really, it's, it's interesting how the, the concept of crossing over has passed into the, the collective consciousness um, since uh, Edwards. Yes, yes, we, we catched that off him, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? Anyway, Tuesday, which was the first uh, episode of this latest season, uh, had Balka from Hill Street Blues in it. And uh, I hadn't seen him since Hill Street Blues. You know, the guy that snarled at people and... Oh, he, he's been in some stuff, some other stuff. I think he he's, was in some West Wing. grey and... He was in some West Wing episodes. Maybe I just... Was he a ghost? Because it took, it no. took me a while to, to recognise him. Was he a ghost? In the episode, no. No, but... but oh, no, I've seen him he was a surviving orga- orphan 
out of this house that had burnt down and, and three of his buddies had died. And he's, a bit old, he's a bit old to be an orphan. He'd grown up and he was okay. buying the house as a property developer and he was going to tear it down because he hated the memory of the place because he thought that he killed his friends and his friends were still there as ghosts and they all got oh, together and, don't and tell had a me good time. It ended sugarily sweetly. Oh, yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt had tears in her eyes and okay. I, felt like, I <laughs> so almost you, had a cry. Can you catch me up on, on this? Jennifer Love Hewitt is dead now in Ghost No. <laughs> I was. Joking. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't just sure. didn't want to give it away. Right. right so she so. is dead. But you don't want to give it away. <laughs> yes, because I knew that that's what your suspicion would be, so I switched it around again. <laughs> oh, I was going to talk about uh, how, how I've changed my foxtail yes. scenario. Uh, essentially, figured out in my household $90 a month, just too much. Mm-hmm. Just too much, but there and was. What do you get for that? Why isn't it thirty six fifty or something? For for ninety dollars, we were getting uh, the basic package, which is uh, Fox Eight Arena, uh, Fox Sports News, a whole bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. We were also getting the sports channels. We were getting the uh, comedy the new Discovery channel? comedy channels. There's some a new Discovery. Yeah, yeah, we were getting all getting all of the Discovery channels. History, National Geographic. Yes, we were getting those. And uh, the Showtime movie set. So we were essentially getting everything except for the movie extras package. Mm-hmm. Uh, we looked at our viewing habits considerably and realized we hardly ever use Showtime. That in itself, 15 bucks a month, strike it off. Plus there was some, some... Oh, sorry, we also didn't have some of the kids' channels uh, one of the Nickelodeon channels, and we didn't have MTV and uh, a couple of other channels. Some of the old Optus channels. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, so we've done... Essentially what we've done is stripped it down to just the basic package to make sure we can still get Fox 8, which has a lot of excellent shows. Mm-hmm. The new series of Contender is starting on Monday night mm-hmm. on Fox 8. And... Uh, also making sure that we could get uh, the comedy channel and uh, a couple of other documentary channels. Uh, essentially, that has pretty much halved our Foxtel monthly payment. So I really recommend doing an audit of the, the channels that you watch on Foxtel and seeing how you can bring it down. Hire a people meter for a couple of weeks. Or just... man with his chicken. And, uh, or just pay what, attention to what you're watching. <laughs> just pay attention to what you're watching. Uh, I think I, I still get the Lifestyle Food Channel, which means I still get the Dinner Party Inspectors. Uh, <laughs> so that's just, that's just fantastic. Mm. So you can actually pick and choose your Foxtel channels a bit more now than you used to be able to. The, well, they're still, they're still in sections, uh, mm. but it's $36 or $36.95 for the basic package, which is pretty much affordable. But I, I would say that... Well, for whom? For... A lot of families. It's more affordable than ninety bucks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's more affordable than than uh, spending that time going to the movies every month. If I was if I was spending two hours a week at the movies every month, I'd be spending that. Mm-hmm. I just can't find movies to watch <laughs> every week. I saw Kenny last night. It's coming out in August seventeen, I think. Right. Yeah. You saw it's good. Who? What? Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. New film from Clayton Jacobson. I thought it was just a friend of yours. I didn't understand what you're talking about. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so that's 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 one thing. But I had a look at the iTunes Music Store in the US, and the Daily Show with John Stewart is retailing there for two dollars per episode. 
uh, and you can get every night's episode for two dollars. Mm-hmm. Surely you've got to take that into account with the uh, with the fifty dollars a month you'd be paying with the basic cha- basic package and the comedy channel. Uh, I've justified that uh, with with that half hour of joy every night. That's that's it. I'm I'm very happy with that situation. Speaking of ongoing uh, charges, one of the ads at the moment for the the SMS services um, sends you smiley icons for your phone. Twenty four bucks a week, and I'll charge you. Wow. Yep. What? Twenty four bucks a week. But you get smiley icons for your phone. Fantastic. Can I just point mm-hmm. out? I got a new mobile phone this week, mm-hmm. and I think it's sick. What? Your new mobile phone? Like fully I think sick. It's sick. No, no, not sick as in I, I think there's something wrong with it. Why? Oh, there's a picture of some Pepsi Max. Oh, it. yeah. I'd, well, it's got a camera on it. It's the first time I've ever had a phone with a camera on it. I had to take a photo of something. <laughs> there was a can of Pepsi Max on my desk going click and then set that as my wallpaper. I'm, I'm alarmed that that would be your choice. But these ads, well, these ads for mobile phone ringtones, mm-hmm. uh, I don't understand because it took me all of 10 minutes to set up my own mobile phone ringtone. Just taking a bit of a song that I liked mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, ripping it onto... But how did you get it on there? Did you have a service that mailed it to you or...? No, there's, it comes with a cable. Uh, the, the phone See, not comes everybody with a cable. has that. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. Right, I didn't realise that. I just thought all of these new phones, these newfangled phones... So is that a USB that. cable? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, so nice, it's nice pretty good deal. Transfer speed. Yeah, if yep. you uh, if you I would can also like, get television content on it. If you would like the box cutters theme as your ringtone, the details are on the video podcast as I speak on the crawl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! Now Barry's got to put that in the editing. <laughs> Actually, I can I can put that up. <laughs> do you really think people will want it? Hey, I, if, think, I think people would want it. If you do, if you do, if you want us to uh, also, if you want us to leave answering machine messages for you. <laughs> Just email that request. Just local to Melbourne. Email that request to hooray at boxcutters.net. But most importantly, keep sending your photos in. Bit yes, of peer pressure. Them. If you haven't done it, everyone else is doing it. Also, Do also it. this week, uh, the Rove Live video podcast went to number one on the iTunes Music Store. I had a look and realised that Boxcutters isn't even in the top 100. What is going on, people? Mm. Tell your friends. I want, by the end of the year... Box cutters to be in the top 100 podcasts on the iTunes Music Store in Australia. Well, but obviously, if it was rated by quality, oh well, we'd be somewhere in the 90s. <laughs> goes goes without saying. I also, uh, I, I just don't know which I want more. If I want box cutters to be in the top 100, or if I want people to write letters to Channel Nine to keep Letterman on air. Yes. Well, I'm torn. Do you have the address mm. to uh, send those letters to? No, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to uh, do research on that and put it up on boxcutters.net. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that is the show, episode 44 of Box Cutters. <laughs> Thanks for listening <laughs> to Box Cutters. Uh, I also want to say thanks to Three Triple R, whose studios we use for recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. Thanks for listening. I've been <laughs> Ross McQueen. I have been Brett Boxcutter, but will continue after here to be Brett Cropley. If you've liked what you've heard this week, tune in again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, I almost got it right. Let's be careful out there. <laughs>